ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Thanks for joining me and know that I appreciate my listeners and thank them for their support. So as we spread the word about the importance of building relationships in business and life, online and offline, and showing people that we care, um, in that spirit, I invite you to always go over to my website, janisporter.com, for a free gift. You can download my ebook all about a seven-step formula to create business relationships that last. And one way to make business relationships last is to have um, some good PR. And my guest today, Lynette Hoy, who is the founder and CEO of Firetalker PR, a full-service boutique public relations firm going into her ninth year in business, she has created publicity campaigns that have earned thousands of media placements over her 26 years in the public relations and marketing industry inclusive of her current clients with Firetalker PR. And I'm, I have lots of questions to ask Lynette, and I welcome you to the show, Lynette. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you. And i um, interested in some of the things that uh, make, I don't know, it, it, I never think of small business owners and entrepreneurs having to have a PR strategy the way I think of PR as kind of old school um, uh, um, print media and TV and radio, but there's so much more to it today. So Lynette, tell me what PR is today. Today, public relations really delves into the relationships between your internal public that we call in public relations. Your internal public is everyone within your immediate circle. And that means the people, those that are your clients. It means all your employees, your family, your employees' families. Now, if you're a solopreneur, then it's going to mean your children, your children's children, your husband or your wife, you know, everyone within your immediate circle. Mm -hmm. And then your external publics are everyone outside of that. So your clients, and those that they serve, so your clients' clients, or the media, possible investors, everyone outside of that. It can be everything from those individuals as well as nowadays with modern public relations, everyone on social media, because the tides have turned a bit. So it's not just about us serving the media. It is everything to do with us serving the media, like you were saying, in that traditional sense with mm -hmm newspapers, magazines, radio, television, and all the things before the internet. But now with the internet, it also now means everyone that can see us out there and, and that view turns into be an endless cycle of information. So ultimately what that means is 
that external public goes well beyond what it used to in terms of our client's client or anyone just within our circles. It goes everywhere. So, and that's where social media comes in and everything that we can do can be done online. So if you have a television interview, let's say, mm -hmm. that means you can do it from your home with a call in on a major network, or you can go to the network. The, the idea and the changes have, have really proliferated into this mass exposure. So it's not just about what you can do in a traditional sense anymore. It's, it's like traditional media on steroids. Hmm. So you made me think of something that I experienced years ago, which I thought was going to devastate me. And that was back in the day when uh, it was, it was, you know, before internet, et cetera. And it was traditional media. And I did a couple of events uh, in the local market for a friend of mine who had a television series in the States. And it was a, it was way before dancing with the stars and, and um, things like that, but it was a dance competition. It was called dance fever. Ah. And, and I had to, I did a, um, a, preliminary um, event in Vancouver, BC, and you bring in dancers and you have celebrity judges. And in fact, it was a show, right? It wasn't a complete competition because they were looking for the type of dances that they needed as opposed to the best dancer, right? So you had, um, you had ballroom dancers, you had um, break dancers, you had cloggers, you had whatever, they all, <laughs> right? And then, um, I did it twice. The first one was great. And the second one, one of the people that I had as a celebrity judge was ill and couldn't come and sent somebody else who was from the local newspaper. And he wasn't a dance um, writer contributor. He was something else. Anyway, I made the mistake of trying to skew the, the results because I needed a certain type of dancer that they wanted. And he wrote this up in the paper the next day. Oh, no! Oh, yeah. And I was, like, devastated and, you know, in tears about what he'd said. And then I realized afterwards that I don't know what the, what the, um, the saying is, but basically, you know, it's there today, gone tomorrow kind of thing. It's not like that now, right? Now no. everything stays on the Internet or stays there. So it's much more, I think, um, delicate to make sure that you don't get bad press. What's your take on that? I think it is a very delicate dance. I think you're right. And there's a way to go about it now that is truly plain to how vast the internet is and the reach and what's out there. I mean, what you see on the first three or four pages of a, of ser of a search, for example, right. may be what's going on initially with someone's business or their life. But then if you keep going back, five or six, eight, ten pages, you find things that are really a bit astounding and can be painful. So what I always recommend people do is bear in mind that public relations, like I was talking about the internal, you know, the uh, right. internal public and the external public, remember that it's really moved into a very deeply relational pose. So everything we do is relationship-based. Right. And you know, when we're dealing with public relations as part of our plan, we have to keep our eye on that relationship. So for example, if you get in trouble with the media, you say something that gets picked up and it's out there, mm -hmm. you always want to reach out to that individual 
and perhaps ask for a correction or mm -hmm. perhaps give you the opportunity to have some feedback. And now with the internet, it gives us more opportunities. So for example, mm -hmm. that person that wrote something about you nowadays would be more than likely also available on the internet. So you can place something in a comment, you can uh, email that person and, and give them a verbatim, you know, I'd like to respond to what you wrote right. and, and make it very positive. And if you have made a mistake or something that perhaps wasn't plain to you know, your best day to own that, you know, we yep. definitely want to own it and, and apologize to anyone that it may have offended. And this is why you did it. You never want it to sound like an excuse for something, but you definitely want to have the opportunity and the vastness of everything internet to be able to speak to that. So right. that, that way, when someone does find this story buried in the deep bowels <laughs> of the internet somewhere, you know, that you, that there's something attached to it that, that, ex that where you explain yourself, or that you just basically come clean. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I know that was definitely something I'll never forget. That's for sure. Um, but it's yeah, it's definitely something you have to remember is uh, prevalent, especially with Twitter and and different social media platforms that report things in in a micro space, and we just never know what's going to happen. Um, okay, I'm going to shift the topic just a little bit because I know that. You know, my audience are entrepreneurs and small business owners and sales professionals and maybe some coaches, maybe some people who've written a book and whatever, but I'm not one of those people who's written a book. I have a podcast. And so I know that on your website, um, I love this. This is your, I think it's your tagline, ignite your visibility with publicity. Yes. Yeah and um, leverage exposure to grow in the marketplace you serve. So mm -hmm. I know what you and I spoke about um, the importance of having a, uh, a press room or a media page on your website. Can you speak to, is that the online media kit piece? Or is that yes. different? Well, the online media kit is something that is developed that goes in the press room. Okay, can you talk to us about that? Yes. So when we're starting out and building relationships with the media, with our end user being our client and the marketplace we serve and all of their friends, and that's a part of what the internet does is it opens the door mm -hmm. to relationships we never knew existed, we, to, to new ideas and spins on our business that we just never really realized could happen. So an online media kit positions us as professionals and with a look and feel of an, being the authority in, in our market. So an online media kit has several layers to it. It reads like an ebook when it's all done. Oh, okay. And then, and that's available on our website as a download. And in the press room, and you know, there's lots of ways we can go into detail on how this works, but for our purposes here for your interview with me, basically that online media kit goes into the press room. So if you have a website with a, a tab that says press room, mm -hmm. that tells other people that you have uh, to your, to people that follow you, to your potential clients, it, it raises a flag of, wow, this is awesome. She has a press room. Mm -hmm. So when people click on that, they'll see a breakout of information that is far more professional in nature, let's say more 
high-end, if you will, in terms of how it's presented, very corporate-esque. And the reason that's important is because it's not just for people that are looking at our website and seeing little interviews that we have done, uh, places where we have been mentioned in different periodicals or magazines and newspapers online, you know, all these different things that are there for people to view that show our expertise. Mm -hmm. But we also have like a little mini hub and that little mini hub within the press room is that button that gets clicked for the online media kit that's a downloadable document. And then also we break out every individual page of that online media kit and we put it in the press room as a link that goes to that information on the website too. Because of course we want, we want people to download it Mm -hmm. as an option, but we also want them, and of course, predominantly, this is going to be the media, but ironically, there are so many people that look to us as an authority in the marketplace we serve, you know, as the influencer, as the thought leader. So when we have something packaged up like this that's so professional, it opens doors like you wouldn't believe for growth. So we have been part of the goal there is not just to have them download, but we want them to stick around too. So the way right. we get around that is to have the individual pages within the online media kit as links on the website in the press room now, not the about page, but in the press room that they can go to that are behind the scenes. So if it's a company overview, it's in the press room with your picture and it says, you know, links to our download, uh, our online media kit, they can click on that company overview. They stay in on the website, which is what we want, and they can read it. They can cut and paste. They can pull information right there on your website from the online media kit without actually being in the document. Because an online media kit is a PDF right? and it's a downloadable PDF, just like a, you know, an ebook would be. Um, ebook style thing with chapters and you and you click on that chapter and it takes you to that page and so on but in the online media kit in the PDF form often you can't cut and paste right so it just makes it really convenient for the person visiting to be able to go to a link that's separate in the press room and stay on your website because guess what they might download you know, cut and paste and put it into a Word document and collect different things that they want from your website that they want to go back and review later. And so it, it really positions you as the authority, especially with the media and angel investors. You never know who's going to come knocking at your door. Okay, that's great information. So what I was thinking as you were saying that, though, is, um, and maybe I, I need some help with this because um, my podcast is something I want to grow and have more people listen to. So if I were to put something like that somewhere, it takes them off my website. Mm -hmm. So what do you say to that? So I would make sure that all the information about your podcast is inside your website as well. So let's say in your press room, mm -hmm. uh, you're looking at the page and within your press room, you also want what's called quick links. And that, and what that does is it quickly, right? Takes yeah. you to another place within the website or it can quickly take you off the website. So in keeping them on the website to read everything about your podcast, we want something, you know, a quick link there 
that you know adds credibility. The thing about a press room and an online media kit is there's repetition. And people say, well, I've already got that information in my podcast tab or in my about page. Well, you might, but housing all of this in one area is really important. And to your point of, well, I have this podcast, how am I going to keep people on my website for as long as possible? Mm -hmm. Well, it's called duplication. So mm -hmm. what you're going to do is you're going to have that, uh, you know, read about my podcast. So, <clears throat> pardon me. So within your press room, you've got that hyperlink that says read more about my podcast. Mm -hmm. And it takes them to a different page on your website that has all the same look and feel of where it is somewhere else where the information is housed. So you want the, you know, the header, the logo, the everything that, however, it's showing up somewhere else, you want it to show up exactly the same on your website. Mm -hmm. And then you can also download episodes from the housing, the platform that you're being, that you're using for your podcasts. Mm -hmm. You can download them as, you know, MP3, WAV files, what have you. And I also really recommend this because you never know where something is going to go awry. What if Spotify goes down or iTunes or any of these different uh, opportunities where people might listen to your show? What if it goes south? What if something happens? What if it's corrupted and nobody can access it? Yeah. So this, so this way, oh my gosh, well, we can't, we can't get to it on Spotify. Mm -hmm. Well, because you've got that WAV file or that MP3 loaded into the back end of your website and it just duplicates what you've got out there, they can either stay right there on your website and listen to it. And then you can say, are you a Spotify listener or do you like this or that? You can click here to listen to my uh, show in these other venues. Yeah, that's great information. I've been thinking about that a lot lately that I'm, in fact, I have a call with my website um, guy today because um, my website right now just takes, has a tab that takes them to my podcast, but it's not on my site. And I wanted to talk to him about that. Yeah. So, you know, that, that same premise really plays with when you get interviewed. So mm -hmm. for example, Janice, when you're interviewed on different podcasts, mm -hmm. you not only do you want to link to that other, and this is a big part of how we cross promote, right? right? So for example, when our interview is available, I'm going to load that into my website so that people can then uh, reach out to your website through mine. So that's the first step. Yeah. And, and so within that though, I'm also going to download that MP3 or WAV file, what have you, and make it available on the back end of my website. Should something go down on yours, people have a backup. And generally speaking, that's what will happen. So my webmaster will set it up so that should something go awry and someone can't listen to your show on your website uh, between you and me, they ha it automatically kicks in that the WAV file on my website is the backup plan. It's like having a generator go off when your power goes out. Yeah, that's brilliant. Thank you. So, and just one more thing on that same topic. Other places that you get interviewed, whether it be television, what have you, where there's something out there in the, in the universe, in the, in the internet universe, you want to download it. So if it's a television opportunity, if it's a, a television interview that's on your local network, you want to make sure 
once that is posted, once that is out there, you want to download that to your hard drive. And there's ways to do that. Generally speaking, television stations will not want you to do it. Mm -hmm. So because they want people driven to their website. And that's great. But generally speaking, the and this isn't free with you, the podcasts are going to be available forever, right? Mm-hmm. But with television and some major radio networks as well, those shows are only available for five to eight weeks. So what happens when this amazing publicity opportunity, this great exposure that you got, it's is no gone. longer there? Yeah. It's gone forever. So a way to get around that is to make sure that you call the radio the station, so let's say it's television, and you say, I'd really love to put my segment on my website. You know, can you send me something that, that you approve of for me mm-hmm. to download and put on my website? Mm-hmm. And more than likely they will. If they won't, if they say, oh, we don't do that. Well, then you reach out to, there's different opportunities, there's different companies that will download this for you. There's some different software programs out there that you have to load into your system and people can always reach out to me on that and I can give them a heads up on it. But there's ways that you can download the show and edit out your portion. So that's really important to building your online media kit because in your press room, because you want those links to those shows to be available for everybody forever. Of course. Exactly. Thank you. That's great info. Now, one of the things that um, I don't know if it was you, because I know you and I met a long time ago over a conversation, I think through um, belonging to a, the same organization, as I recall. We've just, E-Women, yeah, E-Women right. Network. And we've re- yes, we met, that's right. We met in Vancouver. And, and um, you were from Seattle area then, I think. Yes. Uh-huh. Now you're yes. in Idaho, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And um, um, I don't know if it was you in your, that talked about this or not, but I follow, um, and I'm still trying to figure out how to become uh, one of the go-to people as a um, subject matter expert uh, around relationship marketing, around LinkedIn. Um, and that is Harrow. Can you, yes. can you tell me, do you, do you, um, encourage people to be around that? Do you use it? Yes, ma'am. Every day okay. for, for my clients, as well as just friends and business and people that I know, it takes practice, but here's how Harrow works. You Tell go my to audience what it is. The, our Harrow is called Help a Reporter Out. Mm-hmm. It's a software program that was originally created by Peter Shankman that's right. who, who then sold it to a myriad of different companies, and it is now owned by Cision, C-I-S-I-O-N, who also owns PR Web, which is a newswire service as well as PR Newswire. And what Harrow does is it provides you and me with an opportunity to get in front of journalists, and it speeds up the process. So what that means is, let's say you're a relationship expert like you are, and you're looking to get interviewed to spread the word about your podcast and to spread the word about how you help the world. Mm-hmm. So Hero provides us with an opportunity to become someone that supplies the media with content. And this program was put together, created by Peter Shankman to bridge a gap 
between the media and small to medium-sized business folks, as well as those in the corporate arena to help those working in the field of public relations to help them bring stories to people within the media that need them faster and more efficiently. So if you type in help a reporter out, uh, it comes up, help a reporter, I believe it's helpareporter.org. And I'm just going to double check that right now. I get their emails every day. Yeah, so do I. Okay, I just forget where it comes from. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. It's helpareporter.com is the website for our listeners. And you basically are positioning yourself to be a source for stories. Right. That the media is trying to get out there. So I always recommend that people sign up. It's free, free, free. Mm -hmm. And it comes to your inbox every day and it provides you with uh, different um, areas of expertise that the media are looking for. So let's say you're a relationship coach or you're a relationship builder. You're a professional that focuses on LinkedIn like you are and you're building your podcast, you're, you're helping people improve their networking skills to, to be the best that they can be, and you're guiding them to be the go-to in their industry as well. So how can you become a source for the media? Right. Part, question, right? right. So that part of that go-to process is definitely through Cision. So the way to do it is to look through the email that comes to you just in a nutshell. You get an email every day. It provides you with different industries, you know, different reporters looking for different things in different industries. It covers everything from business and finance to things that are trending on a daily and weekly basis, like a, a pancake day or whatever it might be. So it's that vast, you know, international gum day, gum train day, whatever it might be. Maybe it's Valentine's Day coming up, all these yeah. different things. How is it that what you and I are doing to help change the world, make it a better place and to help people achieve their dreams, how can we assist these reporters in getting the job done that they need to do? So what I always recommend is that you skim it. It takes me, I, I have a, and I also set a little, I don't know about you, Janice, but I set a little reminder. So in my calendar, it pops up twice a day because Harold comes out three times a day. Right. And it's on the East Coast. So, you know, the East, uh, East Coast time zone. So that means, you know, in the middle of three o'clock in the morning, I'm going to miss that one because I'm sleeping. Right. But, uh, or four o'clock in the morning. So what I do is I set a reminder for the other two. Mm. And there's a, there's a few tips for success that I recommend on this. So the thing to remember is 90% of the time, you still got that 10% out there, but 90% of the time when these stories, these, uh, you know, these queries, mm -hmm. as they call them, hit the wire, which means they hit our inbox, you've got an hour, you've got about an hour to respond before they make their decision because they're moving fast, they're on deadlines, they're moving really quick. So you've got about an hour to get that information on you to them exactly as they've requested it. And that varies. Have you noticed that, Janice? When you well, I, I honestly don't look at it as often as I should, but um, I, I'm curious as to how to make it, you know, something to help me, that's why. So yeah. yeah. So what you do is, let's say you're in business and finance, and uh, so you want to go to that section on the email right. that comes to you and you skim it and you're skimming the queries. They make right. it really easy for us. Right. So you skim those queries. And if it touches on what you do, 
you know, in, in your area of expertise and, you know, how your area of authority, then you click on it and you respond to it. But you have to really focus on exactly how they want their information. They may say, oh, give me a paragraph. Tell me mm. how you help the world or what, how you're making a difference. They may leave it very generalized and open. Or, which is most of the time the or, mm -hmm. is they want something very targeted. They may say in one sentence, give me a mini bio. And, you know, we're looking for people that can speak to the trend in relationship building as we come into an election year. Right. That's, that can be very broad. So what they want to know has everything to do with how relationships in business change in an election year. So if you can't speak to that directly, right, then that's not the place you want to go. They hate it when you give them more information than they need, when <laughs> yeah. you, right? You're yeah. instantly deleted and your email is blocked. So oh, wow. remember that because they don't have time for you. Uh -huh. But if you show up and you give them exactly what they're looking for, please provide us a one sentence summary or a one sentence quote on your feelings around this subject that can help our readers. Please give us a link to your mini bio or your short bio, which by the way means a hundred words or less. If they want more information, they'll ask for it. Now, the other thing to remember is timing being of the essence. In your subject line, you want to put Janice Porter, relation business relationship expert however however you need to position those words you want to do it in such a way that gets their attention and so, then you put so your this, phone number so oh okay so just so this doesn't really connect at all with the media room and the media page the press stuff on your website because no no this is quick dirty no. right now actually let me back up on that you don't want to go into any detail about it, but in your response, please see my full online media kit here. And you provide a link, a hyperlink yeah. to your online media kit. You don't give it to them as a download. You only give it to them as a link. So most definitely, you want to incorporate that information in there. Okay. Once they know that you are also providing them with more information about the industries that they often look to, you're golden. Interesting. You know? So that's like a, that's like a one liner at the end of the very, very short email that you're sending to them. So just to, to, to recap in the subject line, mm -hmm. you want your name, mm -hmm. uh, relationship, business relationship expert and your phone number. They have your email, right? Cause it's, it's there. You're responding yeah. them to them with the email. You don't need to say, you don't need to report the query because right. they know what the query is. Yeah. With Harrow, the query, the emails that come back to the reporter are all aligned with that individual query. So we don't need to repeat that. What we do need is your name. Actually, the other thing to add in there besides your phone number, a few words that describe you is your website. So if they can click on your website from the subject line, you're also golden. Interesting. So then within, and then again, within the body, we want to just answer that question, provide that quote, give the uh, very brief, you know, who you are. Think of it in terms of when you read newspapers, when you listen to 
radio, television, when you look at uh, magazines that are either print or online, think about when you see quotes and use that as your guide. You always see what? According to, yeah. right? It's, and it's your name, something very, very short and sweet, and your quote, mm -hmm. that's all they want. Wow, this is magic. Um, the information that you've just shared with us, um, Lynette, is, uh, is very, very cool. And I, I appreciate you doing that. Thank you so My much. My pleasure. Um, I'm going to um, I'm gonna wrap it up with a couple of things. One, uh, I, I saw it somewhere in my notes around you and I can't find it for the life of me right this minute, but we aligned in my favorite word and I wondered if you would just comment on what curiosity means to you. And then I want my audience to know where to find you. And, um, and then of course I'll put that in the show notes as well. But first of all, what do your take, what's your take on curiosity? Curiosity is an amazing word. And my take on it is I think back on when I was a child, and I remember how everything was curious to me, mm -hmm. whether it's a speck on the ground, it could be dust on something, it could be something that varied in color against a different background, and it could be a cat hair. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I actually remember taking a cat hair, and well, I, let me put it this way. I vaguely remember, but it's in my baby book, so I'm certain that I did it, because <laughs> my mother wrote it, right? Yeah. And I bro brought her the, the hair, and I asked her what it was. And I do remember an explanation of the hair. I think I was five or six. I remember the hair, her taking the hair to the cat, letting me know where it came from. I was just fascinated by what this all meant, because evidently prior to this time, I didn't know that the cat hair on the couch was actually came from the cat. So, <laughs> and it's something that I take with me and have always taken with me in delighting and everything around us. But curiosity is something that we need to nurture within ourselves consistently and constantly. That means reading, absorbing different types of media, absorbing different types of environments. That's where travel becomes so exciting. Don't have money for travel? That's all right. Get in the car and go somewhere that you've never been before. Maybe it's a, a shopping mall, maybe, whatever it is. Right. But go and take it all in in terms of what is it that you've never seen before that delights you? Maybe it's a new store. Maybe that new store, and I'm going to say that I'm a, a brick and mortar store owner, which I'm not, but let's say that I am. Mm -hmm. What is it that captures my attention about this? And in terms of nurturing our curiosity, go in there and start asking questions. How did you guys come up with that great storefront? How did you come up with that amazing logo? How did you, how did you, how did you ask questions? Right. And questions is how we consistently nourish our curiosity. And it's a part of what makes me a fire talker because I'm always asking questions. Yes, I was just going to say, Lynette is a fire talker full of love, life, and fire for those she serves and for the world around her. And what a beautiful way to, to sum it up because that is also the name of your website, right? Fire yeah. Talker PR. And it all works so well. And uh, I, I do encourage my audience to, uh, to check out um, Lynette's 
website and her work. Her clients have been featured in many magazines on Fox News, on CNN, on all the networks across the country, daytime TV, and uh, even the evening program in the Pacific Northwest. And there's lots of experience that she can bring us to us to help um, shine a, a, the proper light on us as business owners and entrepreneurs. So Lynette, where can uh, my audience find you? Your website is? FireTalkerPR.com. And I'll spell that for our listeners. Mm -hmm. F like fire, I-R-E, T like talk, A-L-K-E-R-P-R, which stands, of course, for publicrelations.com. And also, I can be reached via email at Lynette, L-Y-N-E-T-T-E, at firetalkerpr.com, or by phone at area code 415-694-3004. And I will put that and your social media as well on, um, on the show notes. And this was delightful. Thank you so much for um, being my guest today and enlightening us about the power of PR. Appreciate it very much. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. You're very welcome. And thanks, everybody. Go and check out Lynette's website. And if you think of it, when you, if you enjoy this episode, please leave a review. That helps tremendously. Have a great day and stay connected. Be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.